The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Johnny Ova, and I am the pastor of Sound of Heaven Church, located in Deer Park, New York. And we are with you every single Sunday from 11 a.m. right up until your lunch hour at 12 noon. And I can't believe that we made a second show. We made it to a second show, and I'm excited about that. I want to thank everybody for listening and tuning in. Make sure you let everybody know. Text them. Get the messages out now. We have an amazing show. I promise you that this show will be the best show we have ever, ever done, just just like just like every week, it's going to be the best show that we've ever, ever done. We also uh, have our replay at 7 p.m. tonight. So if you missed this one or if you want to listen again, make sure you tune back at 7 p.m. Uh, but you have to come to our website. Go visit us at SOH.church. You can check out our testimonies. You can see more about our services. And we would love to have you be our guest at our services every single Sunday at 10.30 a.m. And again, we're located right in Deer Park, New York. And I have an amazing guest with us today. Day. Uh, uh, we had a great show last week. I had my wife on, Rachel. Uh, today I have uh, one of my best friends on. He is the president of the Deer Park Chamber of Commerce. His name is Jason Koch D'Ambrosio, and he has a story that will absolutely blow your mind. He also works alongside me in, in building Sound of Heaven, and it, it's, it's, it's going to be a really, I'm telling you, this is one that you're going to want to grab your friends and, and, and have them listen to this story about God, about faith, and just about fatherhood, and it's just a real amazing, amazing testimony. But uh, we're going to get into some different topics today. As always, we're here to bring church to you in a way that you have never experienced before, but I had some uh, feedback that I wanted to read from you, so if you want to hit us up with some questions, if you want to leave some uh, 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 comments, or if you just want to share a testimony, go online, go to Twitter, go to Facebook, search Sound of Heaven, hashtag Sound of Heaven. That way I could search it, find it. And uh, we have one here from Maria from last week. What an amazing show. Love the dynamic between you and your wife. Thank you, Maria, for listening. We appreciate it. We have another one from Scott. Said this show was going to be great, real down to earth. Just love the first show. Can't wait to listen again. Scott, thank you for your feedback on there. And this is a question that I kind of highlighted here, and I wanted to break into a little bit in our in our first segment here. And, 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 and Tara writes, I have a question. It's so hard to believe in God looking around the world today. How can God 
allow so many evil things to take place? And this is a common question that we get all the time. I'm sure you look at today and and say those same things, right? You, you look around, you see everything going on, again, politically, everything going on in society, everything going on with COVID, the coronavirus. Um, and I'm sure many of you parents out there had a really interesting week. I pray and hope that everybody had a, had a good week with school coming back in order. And whether you're sending your kids back to school or you're homeschooling or they're doing the virtual training, uh, we're just going to believe that this is going to be a good year. It's obviously a different year, but we're going we're gonna to make the best of it, right? Uh, I have uh, five kids. I have three of them back in school. And believe it or not, as crazy as some of the pictures look, because it drives me crazy, um, my kids, they come home, they love it. They, they, they're sitting there, he's like, I love it. You know, I was so excited to be around their friends. So, hey, teach his own, right? They like to, to do that. But back to the question, if there is a loving God that exists, why does God allow so many bad things to take place? And I want to make this statement to start off. Does bad or evil things, does the existence of bad or evil things taking place disprove the existence of God? If you were to answer that question honestly. So if bad things take place, does this prove that God doesn't exist, right? So, So the question really is, can God exist if bad things happen? And do bad things happening prove the non-existence of God? The heart of the question boils down to the lack of understanding of the why would God allow bad things to happen and not just stop it. This is really what we're getting at here because just because bad things happen doesn't disprove God at all, not even not even a little bit. Um, but the question is to trying to understand, well, why would a loving God allow these things to continue to take place? And I would like to present a couple things here, uh, evidence from experience, common sense, logic, and most importantly, the Bible. Just like I spoke about in our first uh, show, uh, I am one that believes sola scriptura, that the Bible is the word of God. That is the foundation of everything that that I believe, which is why we're going to be getting into a lot of the validity of the scriptures during this show. Not today's show specifically, although we'll touch on some, uh, but even moving forward uh, here. So um, see, I worship and serve the one true God, the God of the Bible. So from there, we can go, we can gain his attributes, the one whom I am representing and whom I teach. So when I say I'm a Christian, this is not something that I've made up. I'm coming to you from the aspect of, of, of I believe the word of God is the word of God. I believe the Bible is the true literal word of God uh, and that in the proper context can be used for every generation forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And, and anything outside of the God of that Bible is not the God I serve, so I can't really defend that God. But so let's start by answering this question. If you are a good, loving parent, then why do bad things happen to your children? How could a loving parent allow bad things to happen to their children? Does, does because bad things happen to your kids prove that you're a bad parent? Now, now let's just insert our questions there, right? If God exists, why do bad things happen in the world? Well, you can't force your kids to listen to you. See, the God that we serve, the God of the Bible, the Christian God is a God that allows free will to take place. And, and just like you as a loving parent love your children, I'm sure you would do anything for your kids. Um, just because you would do that doesn't mean that they won't make bad decisions, doesn't mean that they won't make bad choices, and that doesn't mean that they are not going to do things that you just go, oy. I do that with some of the decisions in my own life. I look back and go, what was I thinking? But that doesn't make that doesn't prove that I don't exist, right? And so just because bad things happen in this world, right, doesn't disprove the existence of God. How can a loving God allow bad things to happen? 
Well, how could a loving parent allow bad things to happen to their children? And does because bad things happen, does that prove the non-existence of a loving God? Well, just because your kids do bad things, does that prove the existence of you as parents? No, of course not. And here's a couple uh, proof points that I just want to pull out here. And I'm hoping to change your perspective a little bit here. We got a couple minutes, but you are listening to Sound of Heaven Radio here. I'm Pastor Johnny Ova uh, 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 of the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park, New York. Check out our website at soh.church. You could go more into your studies on here. And so I want to bring up the first affirmative here. We see God existing all throughout time, even in the holiest of books, the books of the Bible through terrible and evil times. So when reading the Bible itself, the Bible was written during some of the worst times of humanity. Uh, We see the Bible written during times of war, times of destruction, times of despair, times of pestilences, diseases, sicknesses, evil and wicked rulers. So if, if God If God was going to just force and remove all of those things, then why would he use those people during those things? And if he did it then, would he do the same now? The answer is probably. We see examples in the scriptures where Israel's under Egypt's bondage by their own choice. Another example, we see the destruction of the temple that was prophesied due to the murder of the messengers of God. So uh, the main temple that these, these Jewish men and women were worshiping in was destroyed in 70 AD by the Romans. And, and you could ask, how would a loving God allow his temple to be destroyed that way? And it was the result of their disobedience. It was the result of their wickedness. It was the result of their poor choices, bad decisions. Uh, And when you study history, um, you would see that although many, many evil and wicked things have taken place, God always provides a way out of them. And I really, we want to focus on there a little bit today, especially on the first affirmative. And we're going to take a break here in a second, but I want you to think about your life. I want you to think about some of the poor choices that you've made in your life. And I would come to the probably the possible conclusion that I bet that you've learned some of the most important things in your life through some of the dumbest decisions that you've made ever and some of the worst times in your life. I always find that it's during the biggest struggles pull out the very best of us. And no matter what you're going through right now, no matter whether it's financial hardship uh, due to COVID or whether you're just scared of what's going on in this world, know that God is up to something and that through this, we're going to see an amazing thing take place. We're going to see a great light shine, just like with the unfortunate events of 9-11. It was a terrible evil that had taken place in our society. We saw the very best of people come out on September 12th. So we're going to bring our guest on here in a little bit, Jason Kochdiambrosio, president of the Deer Park Chamber of Commerce. He's going to join in this conversation with me. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio, and I am your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. And don't forget to visit our website at SOH.Church. Just hang on. We'll be right back with you. Welcome back, everybody. I am Pastor Johnny Ova, your host of Sound of Heaven 
Radio. Uh, please visit our website at soh.church. You can check out some awesome testimonies. You can check out our services, what they look like. And we want to invite you to come down to one of our services on a Sunday at 1030 a.m. We're located in Deer Park, and you can get all the information right off our website, soh.church. Uh, we're, we're kind of tackling an interesting topic here today of if God truly exists, why do bad things happen? Uh, and I have my guest with me here today, uh, a friend of mine. Uh, he's the president of the Deer Park Chamber of Commerce. He co-labors with me in building up the Sound of Heaven Church. I want to introduce him into this conversation now. It's a very interesting conversation. We often have conversations like these. Uh, and last week, I had my gorgeous, amazing, beautiful, sexy wife, Rachel, on. Today, I got the exact opposite on, but he's a really good guy at the very least. Uh, but I want to bring on my, my good friend, Jason Cotsian, bro. Jason, welcome to the show today. Thank you for taking time. Well, thank you, Johnny, and thanks for that interesting introduction. <laughs> Um, I, I wanted to bring you in to, to, to dive. We're going to get into your story in a little bit, and I know you have a really incredible testimony, but I wanted to, to bring you into this conversation of if God truly does exist and why do bad things happen. And the first point that I brought up is that we see God existing throughout all these wicked times just to begin with, and it kind of highlights off the second thing. And this is kind of really the stake in, 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 one of the, in the coffin here for me anyways, and there's nowhere in the Bible or nowhere does God ever promise that bad things would not happen. He never says that if you believe in me or because I exist, nothing bad will ever happen again. In fact, it's the exact opposite. In John chapter 16, verse 33, there's a verse that says, these things I have spoken to you so that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but take courage for I have overcome the world. It seems like he's pretty much setting us up there that we're going to face things in life. Absolutely. I think when when you look at challenges, uh, you can look at it through two different ways. One, either it's a lot of it is out of your control or or what's in your control. Bottom line is, is that God is in control and he's not the cause of the challenges. He is the answer to the challenges. Right. right. Yeah, a lot of times we see, especially when it comes to faith, when bad things happen, right, we run away from God. You know, it's because he's the first one we want to blame because our sometimes our brain just can't, again, grasp that concept of how could God allow this to take place? And it's if we, as if God is up there forcing these things upon everybody. And that's just not how God works or exists. I, I like to relate it to this, like relationships, right? Imagine being in a relationship, you're married, I'm right. Imagine if you found out that your wife was paid to love you and forced to love you. That kind of make the whole relationship kind of kind of stink, right? It's just kind of like this is absolutely this is terror. You're you're being forced to do. That's not real love. In fact, that's that's how I know my marriage is real. You couldn't pay my wife enough to love me, right? But she does anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. And and I would say vice versa, but my wife was singing my coup, so I must be doing something right. I guess <laughs> maybe she is getting paid. Actually, yeah, she could be. Maybe she is getting paid. Hold on a second. Let me think about this for not. A, but, you know, if somebody's being forced to do something, it's never genuine. And God's always about, he's always about the genuine, you know? And there's nothing more than when your relationship and when your spouse or somebody in your life loves you out of their free will. They could choose not to. And despite all your shortcomings, which we all have, and all of our f- faults, they love you anyways. And the fact that, that that's the way God views us and loves us not because we're perfect, not because we don't do bad things, or not because bad things don't happen to us, but because of his, his love is so much for us, his grace is so much for us, 
that he still chooses to love us anyway. It's, it brings a real heart of gratitude to it. Right. I think you bring up a really good point. And God created a system here of free will, and that is how we can actually have a legitimate relationship with him. And a lot of times our challenges, I'm sure some of you can admit this. I know I can admit this in my own life. A lot of them are because of the choices that I make. But in spite of the choices that I make, God has always made a way for me to both come back to him, to be restored, and to and to live a, a fruitful life. So, I mean, that's, that's it right there. I mean, his system is set up so that we have the power and the independence to choose to follow him. And because we have that power, we can truly have a relationship with the creator. Right. And that's it's really awesome. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. That's O-V-A. And you can check out our website at SOH.church. You can visit uh, us on Sundays at 1030, and we, we get into a lot of these types of conversations and these trainings. I want to hit on these two real quick before I'm going to read a, a, a scripture verse out of the book of Hebrews today. Um, and uh, to all my Hebrews and Shebrews out there, right? Is that... No, that was from... Uh, oh, never mind. Okay. So uh, th- here's another one. Uh, uh, it, it, we just went over God never claimed bad things would not happen. We went over that. Number three, God in Scripture always gives us a way of escaping all the evils of the world, proving that there would be evils, but God is for us, not against us. And I got 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. It says, No temptation has overtaken you, but such as in common to man. And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. And this is how sovereign God is, right? God doesn't have to force anything, and yet his will gets done anyways. Right? Isn't that unbelievable? His plan unfolds through our mistakes, through our bad choices, through our good choices. And so all of that, and that's why it's so important to turn towards God, that because he provides ways of escape. So if you're struggling with, again, suicide, depression, oppression, bad self-esteem, maybe you're stuck in a rut with your, your career, you know, maybe you're addicted to drugs, addicted to alcohol, maybe you're in a bad marriage, maybe you're the cause of the bad marriage, maybe you have a bad relationship with kids. If you turn to God, he will provide a way of escape and overcoming those things, which we're going to get into a little bit with your story. Right, right, absolutely. And so I want to read Hebrews chapter 11, 1, because... I want to encourage and help your faith today. In Hebrews 11.1, 1, it's the cornerstone of faith, right? Take a look at this. Now, Hebrews, again, I always like to give a little background context. You have Jewish men and women turning away from the traditional Old Testament faith, coming on to the New Covenant, New Testament Christian side of things, being persecuted, being out blackballed by their families, they're, they're losing their inheritance, their jobs, all that stuff like that, and, and they're struggling really bad. And, and so Paul is writing to the Hebrew men here, encouraging them to keep on going. Um, he says in actually chapter 10, verse 37, for in a very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay, but my righteous one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, my soul is no pleasure in him. So God is not enjoying you running away, but he wants you to come closer to him. And and, and so in verse 39, uh, but we are not those who shrink back to destruction, but those who have faith to the persevering of the soul, knowing that if we go backwards, we're going to destruction. But if we go forwards, we're going to that promise. And here's the, 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 the staple here. And then the next chapter, it's the very next verse, Hebrews 11, 1, it says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Think about that. Here's the definition of faith right in the scriptures. It's the assurance of things hoped for, that 
even though this looks really bad, I know that something good's going to come from this. I am convicted that the things that God has put in my heart are going to come to pass. Absolutely. And that's why he also says that the trying of your faith produces patience, right? That's a, that's a word that we I don't like. I know. It's a tough word to, to swallow. But when we continue to pursue God through our struggles, uh, he's always faithful to deliver us from Yeah, them. patience stinks. I know. Which... Never pray for pa- If you're listening out there as a pastor, I'm going to encourage you not to pray for one thing patience why because the second you pray for patience is the second that all hell breaks loose over your life and and and, and that's how listen you learn by fire right? right trial by fire so if those of you are struggling in your faith here's the the tip don't put your faith in man because man can let you down always me myself we've all made mistakes we all fall short i'm sure we could all think of somebody who is who has let us down or disappointed us but see god is not like man that's what the word of God says, right? The Bible says that for God's ways are not like man's ways and God is not like man. For man sometimes lies, right? Sometimes we get a little out of, out of, the, out of, out of our way. But every word that God says will not come back void. It's a yes and amen. And, and so God will see those things through and see those things fit. So when you put your faith in God, it's the best bet you could possibly do. Absolutely. And so, so I want to encourage you to put your faith in the one who will never let you down. That's God. And that's through Jesus Christ. And when you put your faith in Christ, uh, uh, not, it's not going to be sunshines and roses. But here's the thing. You win. You win. And that's the point here. And Jay, I know you've been through a lot in your life. You've struggled a lot in your life, uh, just like many of us has. But I think that a lot of people listening to can possibly maybe relate to your story. But every time I hear it, it, it just blows my mind. And I'm excited for you to share that. And you're going to share that a little bit uh, with us? I am going to share All right, cool. So make sure you, you stay tuned here. Uh, you're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova of the Sound of Heaven Church. Make sure you take a look at our website, SOH.Church. And you could get more teachings just like this if you go to your app. App store on the Android or the or, or the iPhone and just type in Sound of Heaven, download our app, take a look at some of the articles. Uh, we're going to be right back with Jason's story here in a bit. Thanks for listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. See, now, if you were in studio with me, you know I'm Italian. My hands are flying everywhere. I got everything going all over the place. And Man, it's been a, it's been a great show today, and uh, I'm excited to have my guest on. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Johnny Ova, 
And uh, you can check out my website at SOH.church. Come visit our church on Sundays at 1030. We're located right in Deer Park, New York. And we're talking about faith, faith through the bad things, faith through the tough times. Uh, And uh, if there's anybody good that could talk about faith, it's honestly me. I'm a Jet fan. I have to have faith here. Uh, And I'm a struggling Jets fan. That's why I have five kids. I'm trying to get some players on this team here, especially after this one week. I know they got a game later on today. So hopefully, fingers crossed, I doubt it though. But anyways, I want to introduce my guest here. Uh, uh, one of my one of my best friends. Uh, he's the president of the Deer Park Chamber of Commerce. He co-labors with me in building the Sound of Heaven Church with his lovely wife Chrissy. Uh, and uh, I'm just excited that he's on. Jason Koch, Ambrosio, thank you for for coming on the show today. And we're going to break into your story here. So you were raised in Deer Park, right, where we have the church, right? And you were raised Catholic, right? Yes. And then you uh, got hit in the head and moved down to Georgia, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, uh, God sent me down there. I had to, uh, I had to get away and, and find myself, and that's where I went. I mean, how could you do that? I mean, we're broadcasting right now from the greatest island in the world, Long Island, Strong Island, and you're running away, man. Well, sometimes you have to uh, separate yourself <laughs> from something to really come back and appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, well, that's, that's for sure. That's for sure. So, you have told me this story about how you started to you know, believe in God more, put your faith in Christ a little bit more. And it just fascinates me. So if you could share with, with our audience today, and if you listening right now, whether you're driving, whether you're chilling with your family, you got to pay attention to this. Jake, please, please share. Yeah, like you said, I grew up Catholic here on the island, and uh, I had uh, I was going through the motions. I was going to Mass every week, and uh, my role model as a, as a child was my grandfather. He was very devout in the faith, and, and uh, I always watched how he served the Church, and, and I always was mindful of that. And I think early in life, I, I knew of God, uh, and uh, I, I, I knew He was there, um, and uh, I even pr- I remember praying as a child, um, but as I got on in life, as many of us do, and, and we hit some of the struggles, I had some, some tough times at home as well, uh, what happens is, is you begin to take steps away, you begin to question even uh, if there's a God, does God love you? Uh, and when I lost my grandfather, that was really exacerbated. And like you said, I ended up going to uh, going to Georgia, and uh, that's where ultimately um, I was on my own for the first time. Uh, I was down there, and uh, and that's when uh, that's when I really had my first encounter with God. Gotcha. So when 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 you say like your grandfather was your role model, um, like. How like were you like were you always like a believer? Were you like always kind of warm to God even as a child? Because myself, like I always believed in God, but I didn't really like you know believe in God. I was never kind of also against God necessarily. I was I guess I was kind of just lost knowing that there was something more out there. Right. You know, I think I looked at my grandfather's example and his devoutness, and I saw how much he loved his his family, and. He, I just said to myself, if, if he believes it, it, there's a there's a high likelihood that that it's it's true. And and um, you know, I really experienced the love of God through him. I think, and that's what what made me open to it. It was when I began hitting some of the challenges in life uh, later on that I began to uh, began to have my doubts, and I realized those doubts weren't even necessarily in God; they were in myself, they were mm-hmm. in my my own identity. And I, I think uh, I had to go on a personal journey to really discover God for myself. Right, and so so let's let's break open that journey a little bit. So so you move down to Georgia, and 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 what happens, right? 
you're, you're you're dating somebody, you're starting a business, you're working at a car, were you working at a car? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was seeing some success in, in career uh, down there. Uh, the reason I moved down there had kind of changed. Uh, I, I went down there with a, with a girlfriend at that time, and we ended up getting engaged and going down there. And, you know, there's an adage out there that says, uh, wherever you go, there you are. Right. <laughs> so a lot of the problems I thought I was running away from up here in New York, they started to resurface down there in Georgia. Some of the anger issues I had, some of the some of the uh, abuse issues that I had, um, and uh, and I, even though I was seeing some success down there, and I was kind of coming into my own, n- no matter how much success I found, I, there was always a there was always a void in me right. that I didn't know how to fill. Right, right. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. Check out our website at soh.church. You could see more. Even Jason has wrote a lot of articles on our website. Check out some of his teachings and trainings on there. You're really going to love it. You could download our app on your app store. Just type in Sound of Heaven. It's a free app. Uh, It will really, really bless you. We are on every single Sunday from 11 a.m. right up to your lunch hour at 12 noon. Make sure that you tell your friends, tell your friends, because we're going to have some amazing guests coming. In fact, next week, we got the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, WWE Hall of Famer, joining me. Wow. Uh, And uh, that's going to be a a great show. But let's get back to to over here. So you're coming out. You're seeing some success in your career. You're trying to, you, you, I mean, self-admittedly, you're running away from your struggles, right? You're frustrated, aggravated, you're running away, but we always know that when you run, you have to confront your Goliaths in your life, the, these things, to, over, to truly overcome them, because eventually it comes back up. Absolutely, and I, I was desperately, I, I, whether I would have admitted it at the time or not, I was desperately seeking answers for my life and, right. and fulfillment, and you know, like many of you probably, is, is that when you have a void in your life, you try to fill it with things, and the problem is, is when you fill your voids with temporary things they're exactly that they're temporary so i i started to struggle down there thankfully god introduced me to some people a really really amazing group of people that i was just working with in business but uh they had something that i didn't they had peace and their lives weren't perfect not Mm. by any stretch of the imagination but they had that peace and i began to draw myself in to try to figure out what that was and once i was introduced to it and that was my lord and savior jesus christ my life changed so dramatically peace it's so overrated uh, underrated right absolutely peace is so underrated because you think like oh well i just want to get the money i just want to get this i just want to get that like everything for about everything all those things are, are are needed. They're definitely needed. But when you see celebrities falling by the wayside and suicidal and, and, and running away, alcohol addiction, drug addiction, oppressed, miserable, it's not until you really come to grips with something that really goes beyond yourself. And um, I said this last week. I'll say it again. You never know when you're going to meet somebody that's going to change your life for the rest of your life. And it sounds like that's exactly what happened here. Yeah, I had a, I had a divine connection. And if you're open, God is going to put those connections in, in your place. Right. So uh, I, I made a decision on a Sunday morning to, uh, you know, I knew of God, but I wanted to have a relationship with God. And the closer I drew to him, the closer he drew to me. It wasn't easy uh, all the time, but uh, but it's most certainly changed my life. So, um, so. What exactly was the moment where you were like, I need, I'm, I'm making this, this transformation here? Well, I remember hearing, you know, has your way worked? And <laughs> when I looked at my track record, I found out uh, most of the time my way didn't work at all. And even <laughs> if it did work, it only worked for a period of time. Right. And then I was kind of right back uh, to, where, to where I was. And uh, I begin to understand that th- th- 
my uh, me taking the steps forward in life that I needed to take forward. It was going to have to be something outside of myself and even outside of my own control. Right. And uh, that's when I put my trust in God through Jesus. And and uh, I had a I had a, a moment. I remember running down uh, to uh, an altar. And not everybody has to have that moment. You could right. have that moment in the quiet of your own bedroom. Right. For me, I had to do it. It had to be public. And I, I remember running down and 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 just saying, God, you know, I may have I, I may have thought of you before, but I want to I want to pursue what you have for me because right. I can't do it by myself. Right. Absolutely. And so you you run down to this altar, you give your life over to God. You're, you're I got to make a change. Now, this doesn't mean you have to become a priest also out Absolutely. there or, or a pastor or anything like that. Just because you have you're working on your relationship with God. The only things that are changing are the things that are holding you back. And that's that's the truth of the matter. It's just because, like, all right, I'm going to be a Christian, or I'm going to be more dedicated to the church, or dedicated to God. Now I got to be at church seven days a week, mopping the floor. No, no, you know, listen, it's good to serve, but it's not. It's it's not that. It's not that. So then you had this crazy experience. I mean, how long ago after this? Twenty four hours, actually less than twenty four hours. I'm driving on a major highway down in Atlanta. I'm thinking to myself, what the heck happened? I knew it. The decision I had made the day before uh, had changed me, and I was like, what is my life going to bring? And I'm driving behind this construction truck that has a bulldozer uh, on it, and uh, the strangest thing, first time this ever happened to me, I hear a voice that says to move. Wow. And uh, I said, okay, I'll I'll move, and I can't tell you whether it was audible, but it was certainly loud, if that makes sense. I get over to the lane uh, to my left, and almost instantaneously, I hear this loud, what sounded like an explosion. Well, the bulldozer that was on the back of the construction truck actually struck the overpass and everything happened in slow motion i see the bucket fly off Uh, i see it uh uh, I, I, it narrowly misses my car because I just moved. It right. would have went right through my car. I had a little Hyundai Elantra there, and I would have been t- dead for sure. Wow. And I watch it wow. in the rearview mirror as this tumbles, hits the front end of an SUV. The SUV flips over, um, it continues on, and it even takes out the front end of a Volvo. And I remember stopping the car and running over to that SUV and pulling uh, a man and his son out, and, and they're bleeding. And I was just thinking to myself, God just... I just spared my life. Wow. I, I should be dead right wow. now. And I remember grabbing the man in the in the truck, and I said, "Brother, I said, are you okay?" And he says, "I'm okay. Are you okay?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm so lucky that almost hit me." And he, he grabs me and he pulls me in real close, bleeding and everything. He says, "There was. It's no coincidence that you're here. Jesus was with you in that in that wow. truck car." Wow. And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "I just got saved yesterday. This guy hugs me." Climbs back into his flipped over SUV, pulls out his Bible, and in the middle of 285, Atlanta, Georgia, begins to read out of the Bible, and my mind was blown. Wow, wow. I, I remember sitting on the side of the road with the helicopters over and everything, and I said to God, I said, God, uh, you know, I may not understand everything, but from this point on, whatever needs to happen for me to follow you, let it happen. And, uh, and, uh, that was a huge, God was with you. And I mean, do you need any more confirmation? And there are no coincidences with God. Right. And, uh, you know, that story is, I mean, that's unbelievable. I mean, how do you, how could you else explain that? But we are spiritual beings in general, right? right? Like, for example, I'm sorry, any moms listening right uh, right now, mother's intuition, right? Sometimes, listen, you know, when your kids are doing something right. And you just have that intuition. There's nothing physical about that. There's nothing, uh, uh, fleshly. You can't uh, do surgery and remove mother's intuition. Right. But, dude, God was with you in that car, told you to move out of the way, and then a random guy tells you I know. to 
It's crazy. You know, and you may be at home and you're saying, well, I didn't have an experience like that. Or why? And you may not necessarily need an experience like that. Listen, I was very hard headed. And I think that God had to totally disrupt everything that I had going on right. for, for me, honestly, to take it seriously. I mean, after that a declaration, I said, God, do whatever you have to do. Um, I, I'm just going to be real. I, I lost the house. I lost the car. I lost the girl. I, the, even my dog went with the girl. And uh, basically, my life turned into a country music song at that point. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, I needed to have those things, and I'll tell you, there's not a single thing, and, and Jesus says this, nobody that gives up anything for his cause that he doesn't replace. And, you know, I look at my life now, and although it's not perfect, I look at my wife, I look at my ki- kids, I look at the ministry that I'm involved with, and uh, I tell you, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and change anything because I wouldn't want to change anything. Even my, imperfect as my life is, I wouldn't want to change. And when you make those commitments to God and things get removed from you that way, right away, you'd be like, God, what are you doing? But right. God is removed. Moving what's not supposed to be there to be able to put in what is supposed to be there in your life. And 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 again, you know, who knows where your life would be, right? Oh my that is an unbelievable testimony, man. An unbelievable story. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. Check out our website at SOH.church. We're gonna be with you every single Sunday from eleven AM to twelve noon. We replay at seven PM in case you miss it. Uh, make sure you tune in, check us out, send us some questions through our website, hashtag us Sound of Heaven on Twitter, Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, we'll get it, and maybe we'll read some of your questions and comments uh, uh, over the air here. So I know we we don't have a crazy amount of time, but I definitely want to get on this, right. and that is, oh, it's only got kind of half of this big deal with your story, yeah. and that is your relationship with your father, and right, and so uh, the, to to briefly overview, you didn't even know who your real father or the person you thought was your dad wasn't even your dad, right? Right, right. yeah, I was um, my, my mom and dad. You know, uh, it was the seventies and seventies, uh, seventies, <laughs> and and um, it didn't work out. Uh, and uh, I, my dad ended up uh, leaving very early uh, in, in, uh, in, in life to the point where I didn't even remember. And uh, I had gone through a lot of time. And the challenge is, is that, you know, things, we don't have a lot of time to get into it, but there was a lot of challenges growing up. Uh, you know, my mom had gotten remarried and um, my family, uh, you know, thought it would be best for me to have a normal lifestyle. So I, I grew up thinking someone else, you know, was my father and was not. And I, had to I had to discover on my own um, that uh, that uh, you know, a lot of what had been in my life was was not how true. did you figure that out uh, you know I was doing math on when my mom and dad uh, you know were were married and and uh, you know just some other things that happened within you know what there was you know we grew up and there was some turmoil and some things that were said in the midst of uh, of anger and, and I'm like you know what um, I think there's something wrong here. And I remember it was a family party, and um, it was uh, there was a bit of a, a bit of a challenge at the party, an argument. And I thought, as a as a young teenager, it'd be fine to come out and be like, you know what, you're not my dad anyway. And when I looked around at the room and everybody was jaw dropped to the floor, I was like, oh my god, it's true, it's true. So I, I began to now embark on this this pursuit of truth. And How did that make you feel? It, well, it. It, it, very angry um, because, you know, and again, this was, you got to understand too that, that there was not a perfect situation, right. you know, and right. so at this point in life, I've, I've been able to take steps of to- healing on this and, and we'll get to that hopefully in the next few minutes, but but um, yeah, it was like everybody that I ever knew was was lying to me right. um, and that was, a, that was a shock to, to my own personal trust and even to, to my whole life system of like, well, if, that, if what is 
is real, if right. that makes sense. Right. No, definitely. Wow. Um, so fast forward to, to more recent times. Right. Uh, you, you've met your real dad now, right? Yes. So, so explain how that came about. So um, interestingly enough, uh, we all lived in the same school district, and my brothers and sisters were best friends growing up. So I ended up con- connecting with my dad uh, eventually. And we began to build this and, and try to repair this relationship. And my dad tried very hard, you know, and he expressed that he wished things could have been different. Um, but I, had a, I still had a lot of anger inside of me. And even, even when he was loving toward me, I was a bit re- rejecting in that. And I think it was a power thing. Like now I can reject what's going on here. And I struggled, you know, pretty, pretty hard. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then I, I know today you have a good relationship with your father. Yes. Um, or definitely better than what it was, was there. But, you know, we really wanted to, to hone in on this and really turn this towards, towards, towards fathers that are listening here and right. even sons to even encouraging them. Cause you're, you're a father yourself now. Yep. And, uh, you had this really crazy experience there that, that built up again, a lot of this animosity towards there. What would you say to fathers who maybe have bad relationships with their children, never met their children, or maybe some of their kids that are listening that never, that never have spoken to their dad or don't want to, what would you say to them? Yeah, I would say if you're a father out there and you don't have the greatest relationship with your children is, is to start today. Um, and you may try to say all the right things and you may say all the right things and you may even get some pushback on that but just know that your kids need to hear it they need you to be present and when you are not present put your trust in God pray to God for them that God would begin to work on them because that's exactly what happened with me was I needed and I think that's why I need to go to Atlanta for God to start to work on me Uh, and then fast forward later on in life um, I really had when I came back to New York I really had to confront some of the things and honestly some of the feelings of ill legitimacy and i think if you're there if you're listening and you haven't had a great relationship with your father you need to know that you are legitimate okay right. and my biggest challenges of even accepting my dad was he was beginning to understand how much god loved me right and listen this is no accident that you're listening to this today and if you're going through this and we just want to pray for you right now and we want to pray for the fathers and restoration of relationships with your children today and so father in the name of jesus lord god we just pray that you would do the miraculous lord god that you would that you would heal bitter wounds and and words that were said father god and 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 all the missed time father Father God, that you would accelerate that, Father God, and we pray a restoration of mothers and daughters and fathers and sons and uh, and parents and children relationships today, Father God, that 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 you would have enough courage to make a phone call uh, and reach out and start the process of healing and restoration that that God truly wants for your life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. Jason, thank you for being so transparent today. Thank you for coming down and, and sharing your story with Thanks us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's, it's our pleasure. And if you want to, you can come and meet Jay. You can hear him minister, teach. You can ask him questions. We're here uh, to answer your questions as well, too. Check out our website at SOH.church. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. Uh, and this has been episode number two. I mean, I can't believe we're down That's two it. episodes already. It's, it's awesome. It's been fun. It's been exciting. We're on every Sunday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. Again, it's the Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Johnny Ova. I pass of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Visit our website at soh.church. Tell your friends, tell your friends, tell your friends. You're listening to LI News 103.9. Again, Sound of Heaven Radio every single Sunday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. Join us next week. We'll have the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. (laughs) No, I can't do it, man. I can't do the laugh. It's terrible. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you next week. God bless.
views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.